Welcome to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast. Hear and learn through the success of others how to build the life and business you deserve. Learn to overcome failure, what it means to seek out growth, and how to become the best possible version of yourself. And now, here's your host, coach, entrepreneur, husband and father, and author of the number one best-selling book, Survive, Scale, Soar, Jeremy Williams. And welcome back to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy. And like always, we had amazing guests. And today is no different. We have Kaui Garcia with the, that's an agent owner of the KCMG team brokered by Keller Williams. Uh, they're based out of Exton, Pennsylvania. And I believe you're actually from Downingtown. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, that's where I reside for the last 23 years. Oh, awesome. So tell me a little bit about your background, how you got into real estate, how long you've been in real estate, a little bit about your production. Let the audience know who is Kaui. Okay. Uh, so back in the D, um, whatever that means, I was in corporate and I decided to uh, make a switch when I turned 30. And I think I finally pulled the trigger and I was 31. How I got into real estate, well, I was a project manager. I did um, uh, work for the largest independent service provider in North America. Memorize that. Uh, and so it was a very different skill set from a uh, like corporate and project management, but really um, very similar in the fact that, you know, Instead of uh, legal and uh, IT and reporting and, you know, attorneys and finance, it was sellers and buyers and inspectors. And, you know, so it was a similar skill set, I guess, in, in some ways. But I got into real estate because my girlfriend went to a, a real estate seminar. And she's like, I don't want to go alone. Can you come with me? And so I went with her reluctantly. I got into real estate and she never did. So you got, you got roped in. I got roped in. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got denied, actually. I took a, a personality test, you know, one of those tests you take online and um, they're like, we're not interested. And then about <laughs> two years in, <laughs> I'm like, you made a decision off a piece of paper. Uh, that's excellent. And then I, um, about two years later, I got a call from that same broker that said, look, I see your production and uh, I want to talk. I was like, too late. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I had, I had a similar situation one time. I, I was moving into a leadership role and the, the assessment that I took told me that I'd make a great janitor. And uh, so, so obviously Thanks. they didn't think I was qualified. Um, so I, I get that. Uh, so you've been you've been doing business for a while now. Tell me a little bit about your production, a little bit about the team. Sure. I have been in practice of, uh, in real estate for 16 years. Um, I have a partner uh, who is now my husband. He um, is, has been in the real estate business for 26 years. And then we have our executive assistant and um, she's been with us literally just celebrated her one year. She's our fourth assistant over the years. <clears throat> and uh, when Colby and I merged our businesses, because uh, we were both independent agents, we thought we needed to have an additional resource to support uh, our team. So our team is just the three of us. And we have, uh, you know, we're between 17 and 20 million uh, in gross commission um, a year. And our goal is to obviously grow um, and, you know, it's just me, him as the rainmakers, if you will, uh, we do have a couple of pseudo team members that when we go out of the country, which you like to the travel, um, then we have the people to rely on to do showings for us as well as, um, you know, actual appointments with buyers and sellers, uh, to take our leads if we get them. So we don't lose traction just because we're away for a minute. 
Awesome. So not only did you get roped in unexpectedly into real estate, but you got loved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I never intended on really building a team when I got into the business, it took, you know, I went, I left a six figure job in corporate to making $24,000 my first year. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I think I made a mistake. Not only that, I was paying to be in it, paying for business cards, paying for marketing, paying for leads, paying for website, paying for, you know, it was just like very overwhelming. And <clears throat> I guess I just had to be really honest with myself about you know, what I thought I was good at. I mean, I was a project manager leading, you know, multi-million dollar projects for our company. Um, I was the director. And so I managed uh, three call centers uh, who specialized in technical support uh, across the world, you know, internationally and domestically. And I'm like, I got this. And then I got into it. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I uh, need to get real with myself about where my strengths and my weaknesses are. And so, um, once I, I kind of swallowed that, I was able to, you know, really focus on what I needed to improve so that I could become, uh, you know, just better, better and better. And without a boss, you know, you are the boss. I had a coach once say to me, I was really, really, really stressed out and I was crying. <laughs> Luckily it was over the telephone. So he couldn't see me. I was like, you know, crying. And he's like, let me ask you a question. Uh, who's your boss? Can you talk to your boss about the problems that you're having right now? And I'm like, I'm the boss. <laughs> and he's like, okay. I'm like, got it. Message received. So I learned a lot about myself when I made that switch. Um, I started off part-time and then I went only because I had my full-time job and then I quit. And they said, can you stay on for a little while longer while we train, you train your replacement? And so I did do that. And so I say I went in, I was part-time only because I didn't give all of my time to real estate because uh, I was training for a few months and then I cut the cord completely. And then I was, you know, I was in it. I think that's awesome. Uh, the, the fact that you came out and shared that, not a lot of people are willing to share that, that in their first year, they made like $24,000 in yeah, and that's usually a big deterrent. People are like, "Oh crap, what did I do?" You know, and realize you know, that now in hindsight, it was probably the best decision you ever made. Yet at the time, you might not have felt it. So, how did you how did you push through that? Well, um, it was there's so many different stages. It took me about, you know, I mean, I took a loan against my house. <laughs> You know, I made sure that I was prepared. I saved as much money as I possibly could. I set myself up for success. Some people get really stressed out when they're down to their last dollar and they start working really hard, right? And other people are like, as long as I have six months in the bank, I'm, I, can, I don't have to focus or, you know, stress out about finances. I can just focus on the business growing and, um, you know, being in the market. And for me, <clears throat> I'm the second. I needed to create this sort of, um, what do you call that, a net a fail safe. Like what if something goes wrong? What if a family member or something, someone in my family needs me? What if, what if, what if, what if, right? So for me, that's what I ended up doing to kind of create that um, security, if you will. And then, and then I remember the day actually, cause they took a picture of it on the, the, the loan amount that they took out from my house. I had more than that in my bank account later, years that, later. I thought it was a great And point. I, took a, I know I was like oh my god I did it <laughs> and uh you know went through divorce and a lot of other things in the process so um you know I I had to get in touch that's actually when it, when I was going through those personal things I did make that switch to a company who would provide me with the education the coaching the environment culture and and the firm that I'm with now that that was my it was a perfect fit for me so when I made that change and in my uh the guy who recruited me 
Ed. He's like, I know this is an inappropriate time. I'm literally being appointed on the direct the um, the uh, board of directors on the uh, realtor association in my local area. He's like, I know this is an inappropriate time, but I'm going to ask you, can you finally come over to meet with me at you know Keller Williams? I'm like. Yes. And I was ready. I was ready to like, and that's when everything really started to change for me, honestly, just surrounding myself with um, the right people. Uh, I didn't need to reinvent the wheel. They had so many tools and proven systems. Um, they were actually invested in my success, you know, and they cared. And that, and, and every office isn't the same. You know, we have a wonderful uh, OP here, uh, the operating principal, and we had a really uh, great team, I mean, team leader and agents. We were you know, a hundred something agents at the time. And now between our two offices, we have about 400 plus. We're the largest office in Chester County. And I'm really proud to be a part of it. Um, so in addition to taking loans out, you know, changing firms, uh, being real with myself about my strengths and weaknesses is when I started to say, all right, where am I, uh, who do I want to be? You know, where do I need to improve? And for me, it was negotiation skills. Um, it was time management, believe it or not because I thought I was really, really good at time management uh, at my in my previous career. And when I got into real estate, there was no end of the day and there was no beginning of the day. It's whenever I said it was. And I realized that, like my coach said, you know, who's the boss? I'm like, I'm the boss. <laughs> you know? I'm like, all right, this has got, something got to change. I'm at dinner at 10 o'clock at night, you know, drinking wine, trying to enjoy my friends. And I'm on the phone in the bathroom, like trying to negotiate a deal. So there is um, a level that I had to say, here are my rules and boundaries that work for me. Some realtors wake up at five in the morning and they go to the gym for four hours. You know, that's not my personality. For me, I know what I can balance. And I, in the in initial you know, meetings with clients, buyers and sellers, I do try to set those expectations so that I can kind of keep my commitments to myself. So it's, it's, it's tough. It's, a, it's not something that you just do. I just do now um, by, it is a habit, but I do have to remember because sometimes I'll see that email or that text or that call come in and I'm like, I'm going to answer it. I'm going to respond. No, just, it can wait till tomorrow. So, you know, putting boundaries on myself was something I realized I was not good at um, in that process. So you just figure out where your strengths are, where your weaknesses are, set some boundaries that you can keep, whatever they are, you know, we're working seven days a week. So if you let yourself, you can get, you can, you can just get sucked up in this um, and not, and, and depending on your personality, uh, you know, not see your friends, <laughs> not go to the gym, not eat properly, not getting enough sleep, you know, it really does bleed into the rest of your life. So you really, just like with any career, you know, you spend most of your time uh, in the day working. So same thing. Absolutely. Um, since you're with KW, let's go a little Jay Papasan on you. And so when you look back at your success, what is, what is the one thing that you go back to and say, when that changed in my life, my business elevated? So I, I, I would say my mindset because, you know, also when you're, when you have, there's things you can control and there's things you can't. And, you know, for me, it was my mindset. It was, um, if I wasn't in the right mindset, so whatever helped feed me in the beginning, like in the beginning of my day, um, I could easily get distracted, um, I would listen to other people's opinions and get sucked into the negativity. Um, I'm surrounding myself with people who are in the same trajectory as I am, who, you know, when you work with real estate agents, we're all self-employed. So, um, and all realtors are not the same. 
it doesn't matter who you work for really to the cost to the client. It's really about who you want to align yourself with. And so once I started making, so I lead, you know, masterminds, I'm always attending masterminds. Um, not only to, so, you know, you get feedback from your friends or your family or people who've been in the, in the business for, you know, a day or someone who bought a house 30 years ago and they want to give you your opinion. I want to go to a mastermind where I can be around people who do this every day, all day. We can be vulnerable and we can professionally discuss topics, be respectful of each other, professional. Um, you know, my, also one of my goals is to, you know, increase the level of professionalism in our industry. Sometimes real estate agents can get a bad rap, right? They're walking around like, you're going to pressure me to buy a house. So, you know, just being clear on my mindset, that was a big, big thing. Masterminds was a really big, um, in, influence for me. Um, I got out of my comfort zone when, um, probably a couple of years ago now, my team leader said, so I don't want to do uh, the top 20% uh, mastermind anymore. Would you like to lead it? And I was like, what? <laughs> okay. Uh, do I got to teach you? Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. So, you know, putting myself in positions like that where I'm facilitating other professionals, um, it, be, it, was, it was really cool how I kind of feel like, you know, first I was like, I have to have this agenda and I have to be organized. I got to lead the conversation. And really it's just keeping the conversation going, getting back on track, talking about relevant issues, keeping people um, on track, like, and, and not giving, you know, negativity and opinions and became becoming like a bitch session, if you will. You know, that's a big thing. Um, and then those are, that's my one thing, really. It's just mindset. It, it, I know it sounds so maybe cliche, but it really is. Um, uh, big, big in my, uh, my day, you know, I could go into specifics of what I do, but you know, it's just really a mindset and that's different for everybody. You know, I read periodicals and, you know, I make sure I'm up to date with everything that's going on. So even when I feel a little bit out of touch, I know my numbers, I have that, you know, there's a confidence there, um, with that. So, yeah. Yeah. They say everything starts with mindset, right? Yeah. Definitely. So you were talking earlier about expectations and boundaries, and you know I think that fits really good into the the next question I wanted to ask you about. And you've got these core values you've come up with for the team. And it's authenticity, growth, and courage. So how do those play a role in your business and how you conduct your day to day? So uh, you know, being authentic is you can't fake it. <laughs> So, I mean, we really care about the people that we work around, work with, our clients, our vendors, our partners. And I love that word partners. Um, and so it's really just a commitment to being genuine um, and truthful. I mean, I think that if you put some of my clients in the same room and me in another room and you said, who is Kaui? Um, they would, and if they knew me personally, they'd probably say it's the same person, you know? So I try to be myself, but also be that trusted source for them to get them from A to Z. Um, it's just, you know, it's just that that's how I feel about that. Okay. Growth. Yeah. We are I want to add to that. Looking, so, you yeah. know, the, you, know you, you mentioned that, that, you know, real estate agents kind of have the, there's this perception out there. Yeah. Are, I think people really do crave authenticity. I think even more as of late. And there are a lot of people, and you've probably experienced this, where their audio and their visual doesn't match up. In other words, you look at their social media platform, and you think, oh, my gosh, they're great. And then you meet them in person, you're like, what happened? Yeah. 
Yeah, and and you know we wear that uniform every day. They're pushy. They're only in it for the money. I always tell we we I do a lot of coaching here in the office. We're part. I'm also part of the leadership council here. And um, when new agents come in, they I'm like, come by my office if you have any questions whatsoever. Let me know. And you know, people are really. I wish people were that open when I started real estate. You know, they weren't, and it it was. And I was with a different firm too. And and KW's got a very open culture. Um, it attracts those kind of people. Um, I really want to help people, agents specifically in this office that want to be in it, you know, in the business. So, um, you know, I try to, I, I feel good too when I help people, <laughs> you know, it's a little self-serving, I, but I know that we have some proven systems that really, really work, especially for example, our investors, you know, we do a lot of plate tenant placement and, and um, for real estate agents, tenant placement, unless you have a property management company, isn't the lion's share of their business. For us, it's, it's like 1%, but we do a lot, you know, a lot of it, 1% is a lot. Um, and so we have a proven system. They come in and they're like, how do you, how, how do you do it? I'm like, the whole goal is that you don't have to have a property manager on when we're done. Like, you know, and so walking somebody through those processes and I see that they're, they're using it and it's working for them. I'm like, awesome. I get really excited about that. That's very cool. All right. Tell me about growth and courage. So growth, both, um, you know, in our personal life and our professional life. Um, I think I know that the folks here at this office are, well, you, you're familiar with KW's, you know, and we're always looking to grow. There's education every single day in the, in the training room. I'm up here. Um, I'm a part of multiple, you know, book clubs that I, we've started here. I have one with my team right now. We're reading, um, building a story brand by Donald Miller. We're changing up our, um, marketing, if you will. Um, and our story, we're trying to articulate it. Uh, not like, Hey, I sell real estate. You know, everybody, everybody knows a realtor. It's a great book. It's I'm only like chapter five, <laughs> but every week we go through it and we discuss our takeaways and now we're getting into the exercises. So, you know, both in our professional life and our, in our, in our personal life, you know, I'm always looking to grow. I, I get bored, um, you know, and I see some people who like think they know everything and they're not very fun. So I'm always looking to have something in common to talk to anybody about. People joke around and say I can talk to a doorknob, which is probably true. But I uh, I work on it. You know, I, mean, I love I love uh, learning new things. So if you have a difference of opinion for whatever, it could be anything. Um, you know, my dad was a pastor. I grew up in around church. I was in you know Bible study Sunday school. And, you know, I was the one recording him doing his sermons and blah blah blah. You know, like there's always things to learn. I have a set of beliefs. You do too. Let's talk about it. I'm always looking to learn. That's awesome. What about courage? So that courage to me means just doing the right thing, even if it isn't easy, you know, being afraid and doing it anyway. And uh, sometimes that's hard. Um, you know, I guess it's just, it, it just gotta be, it's gotta be the right thing. You just do it anyway. Um have that conversation. And I have a business life coach uh, that we see on a weekly basis. Um, he's not like your typical coach where he's like, how many calls did you make? How many appointments did you set? He's more like, you know, it's, it's truly life. Uh, I think he calls his company is abundant life coaching. And he takes a different approach with us. And um, one of the things that we've had to do over the years is, you know, have some really hard conversations, both with staff and with uh, clients. And so, 
you know, a lot of that conversation is because we care, we have to present it that way, not as a criticism or anything like that. And I think that, man, if people did that more often, um, it would it'd be really, really cool. You know, it's like, if there's a conversation you need to have, I'm trying, I'm thinking of specific examples, but I could talk for like five hours though. Um, you know, when, when something goes wrong, uh, let's say we, for instance, I'll give you one example, uh, a, uh, employee of ours reduced a house accidentally by like $500,000, right? We're like, what? We meant 50,000, <laughs> you know, and so we had to pull them in and we said, you know, tell me what's going on. We want to figure out what's happening. And it really turned out that it was way bigger than we thought. He was going through some major life changes in his family. He was totally distracted. He didn't feel like he could tell us for some reason. And, uh, you know, once we learned about what was going on, it, he, you know, it was, it was no big deal, but we had to have that tough conversation and he did not want to talk about things and we wanted to talk about things. And, and so it was just because we cared about him. We're like, what's going on. We know this isn't in your normal behavior. So help us understand. So doing the right thing, if, even if it isn't easy and, uh, we're afraid of a lot of things, but we just, if it's the right thing, just do it anyway. I love that. The, you know, courage, courage is caring. I, I love you saying that. courage is caring. Yeah. That's awesome. Tell me about the the market. I'm down here in Texas. I'm I'm in the suburb mm. of Houston, Texas, and I can imagine our real estate markets might be very different. Kind of what's happening in Pennsylvania right now. Yeah. So in our top 20% uh, mastermind that I had um, a few weeks ago, I went around the table and I said, everybody tell me what your experiencing, look at the last five transactions and tell me where they came from. And uh, so we get through the thing, you know, get around the table and there was a common theme. People are moving because they need to move. Someone died, uh, you know, someone's relocating their job. Um, someone is getting divorced. And that was the theme all around the table. Whereas if I would have asked that question a year ago, they're like, oh, why not? rates are so low. Money is free. I wasn't thinking about moving, but why not? I wasn't thinking about buying a, an investment property, but why not? You know, so there's a need. It's kind of shifting to that right now in my business. And and I'm, and I like to talk to other people to kind of put it in perspective. Is it just me here, alone here on this Island or like other people experiencing it too? Um, so we're, we're definitely in a shift. Um, you know, we're red, yellow, green lighting things in our business, our expenses, both personal and business um, every single day. And I know you probably see it too in your email. I mean, I read one this morning, Inman News, 300 Zillow employees let go every day. It's someone let go, reducing CEOs, lead, you know, um, turning off different programs. And so for us, it's, it's, we always take a look at that quarterly. We meet with our accountant on a monthly basis to see where our expenses are fluctuating. And I got to be honest though, you know, most of the control over our finances in our personal life, because the tools that we, you know, like if, 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 if I'm feeling the pain, like in my purse, in our business, I'm not going to go and let Kelsey go. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go and turn off my brevity culture, you know, my CRM. I'm not, and those are, those are, you know, I'm not going to turn off my lead generation systems. You know, I'm going to say, all right, what can I, cause I'm feeling it a lot faster when I'm like going on vacation and doing this and that, the other thing. So 
we're, we are definitely looking at each tool and expenses, both personal um, to figure out where we need to shift things. I read something in um, in Min today and I wanted to share it with you because it really to like smacked me in the face. Uh, it says the market is shifting, accept it, move forward and get to work being a professional real estate agent. Remember the market doesn't determine your success. It determines your strategy. I love that because- that's exactly what we're doing to, in the shifting market right now. We are figuring out like what are all the projects that we've been wanting to do that we haven't had the time to do. I, I can tell you I'm, I'm slow from a, slower from a transaction perspective. I am so busy on working in the business right now. Um, and, I'm, and I'm enjoying it. And I don't want to enjoy it too long, but, you know, <laughs> but it's definitely you know, something that um, I'm working on all the projects that I never get to work on, system automation and putting you know, certain systems in place, things that would take maybe, let's say, follow up that may take six times to follow up might take 30 times. You know, your lead gen time that you take an hour might take six hours. You know, it things are changing. So this shifting market, you're, it just should just change your strategy. You know, it's easy to get negative. And like, especially I've seen when the market is was, was so great, all these agents came. There's more people in mar- in real estate school right now than there are agents. I don't know if you know that. Yep. People, everybody on the brothers, like I want to show houses, drive nice cars, and make tons of money. That's what they think we're about realtors, by the way. And then th- this market happens. They're like, oh crap, I made it, you know. And the, this huge attrition happens, and that's what's going to happen here. I know it. I've seen it already. I had a new agent on my team, and they were like, I can't, I can't, I can't. Uh, financially support myself for the next six months without a paycheck so they have a degree in finance mm-hmm. so they want to go work at vanguard you know it's it's a it's it's not a tough it's not an easy business it's fun it's not a simple business rather and no, i guess it's not easy it's it's, it's neither you got to really commit simple, to it. Not easy, nothing right? to wire yeah i mean i guess it is simple sometimes it doesn't feel simple <laughs> yeah but you know while there's there's opportunities still out there, you know, and so what I'm seeing is a lot more investors are coming up um, out of the woodwork. Um, people are, you know, stepping back on the sidelines like, oh, my God, rates are so high. It's not a good time. Um, and I said, you know what, everybody's stepping on the out on the sidelines. So maybe you should step forward because the average mortgage life is six years. And, you know, think about how many times, Jeremy, you've refinanced your house, right? I think mine is four. <laughs> I've lived at my place for 24 years, 23 years, something like that. Um, and so there is opportunity, but it's people having to get out of their comfort zone. People who were approved even eight, nine months ago at three something percent are having to re-up, change their buying power, like change their price point. And, or, and mortgage companies are coming up with all these programs to help ease people into a mortgage rate, you know, buy downs, temporary, permanent, to make it a little bit more palatable. Um, so that's yeah, what I look I'm at it. Yeah, I look at it as, uh, you know, 2008 to 10 was when we had our big market shift here. And that's also the time that Keller Williams, which is the company I was with at the time, uh, mm-hmm. went from number seven as a company to number one. And so, yeah. you know, I shared that with- That's, a, that's a gr- I love that you said that, yeah. yeah. I share that with my coaching clients because I want them to look at the opportunities that are in the market because people are always going to move and you're going to have a lot of people that run to the sidelines. It always happens. 
It'll come back in when it's good, but that market share that you get in this time is never taken away. Like it just gets bigger and bigger. So, you know, to me right now is is an opportunity time and maybe people are making decisions. They're moving because they have to, yet they're still moving. There's still transactions going on. You're just going to have to, you're probably going to have to double up on your lead generation. You're going to have to go, you're knocking 20 homes for an open house. You might have to knock 50 homes for an open house. And yeah, I, it's about going back to work. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, even the lead generation systems that we pay for um, to get buyer and seller uh, opportunities, they are drying out. So, you know, what we are doing right now is really building uh, partnerships with the people that refer us business all the time. We have the largest source of our business is referrals, past clients, partnerships, vendors, people that we already know. Um, and so it's really important for you, you know, ever heard, I think Brian, I heard on the Brian Bikini podcast once he said, would you rather have, you know, 5,000 people in your database or one Oprah Winfrey, right? You need that influencer, uh, the people who already are in connection with the community. And instead of casting these wide nets, which, you know, works in a lot of markets, it really needs to be more relational and partners. Um, and so I, I fortunately have a, a lot of really good partners and clients who consistently over the last many, many, many years refer us business. And so that's who we're loving on right now. And, and um, just because somebody buys a house now doesn't mean that they're not, you know, we, we want to stay in, in touch with them always. We, we are always in communication. We just had dinner uh, with one of our clients on Friday night. We just love to spend time with them. I'm not really big into these huge events because I don't have, I, my language love is quality time. So these huge events, I'm like, I don't really get to spend uh, that quality time um, with my people. So that's that's what we're doing around partnerships to build that instead of casting this wide net right now. That's awesome. I love it. Exact same thing I'm telling my people. So Kaui. Somebody wants to move to Exton, Downing, Downingtown. Um, give me the, the area that you serve and how can people connect with you, whether it's about buying a home or maybe they're sitting here and they've heard our conversation about how now is an opportunity time in real estate. And maybe they want to talk to you a little bit about KW. How do they get in touch? Um, you can reach us at info at kcmgteam.com. Uh, we're KCMG Real Estate Advisors on Facebook. Our website is KCMG Team. I see a thing here going on. Um, we also uh, publish a people to know and places to go uh, newsletter. If you're interested, just email us. We'll get you on it. Talks about all the fun things going on in the area. We serve Chester County uh, primarily. Uh, Downingtown, Ex- Downingtown School District is our, you know, is in our backyard. That's where we live. And we love Downingtown. Um, but we're, you know, we serve Coatesville and all of Chester County, Montgomery and Delaware County um, as our secondary markets. And uh, of course, you can always um, give us a call. We're not secret agents. Our information is everywhere. Awesome. Well, Kaui, thank you for your time today. There is so much information in here that I know that those that are listening to this, if they just take some of this information and go out and actually apply it, it's not only going to make a difference in their business. It's also going to make a difference in their lives. So thank you for taking the time today uh, to share your story. Of course, Jeremy. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast. If you heard something that made a difference in your life today, share it with someone that might benefit and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Learn more about the host of this podcast and coaching services offered by Red Hawk Coaching by visiting www.redhawkcoaching.com.